0: On this episode of Diving Deep AF Podcast, we have a special surprise. A
1: huge announcement. The biggest announcement that ever hit the all the land and all the time and all the galaxies forevermore.
0: I abandon Kaylin what on a trail. <laughs> <laughs> no. I leave her to the wolves. She is wolf bait and bear fodder. What the... <laughs> That's not true. She's no, still alive. that's not the announcement. But I could
1: have done that. And that's what this episode is about. Aside from our incredible announcement is that, well, not that, is about abandonment in relationships. The, the 12, some of the 12 the ways. The dirty dozen. Yeah, that we, <laughs> you're being so on It's cute.
0: <laughs> the intros are the best.
1: Ah, you have so much fun with them. Yeah. You're just stressing me out, man. I get all... Oh, and also, I abandoned Kaylin at, at the, the end, end of the podcast
0: because I have to tinkle. Oh, my God. Wow. You've
1: got such a voice right now. Well, this
0: is like the, you know, in in this week's episode of the, you know, like the, the yeah. superhero shows or whatever. Oh, no, you know, I don't know. Captain, Captain America falls downstairs, Batman has a problem, oh. and we can't find Wonder Woman's plane... Cause it's invisible. Coming up on the amazing
1: friends. Oh. Yeah. Can I be Captain O'Hara? Yeah, Captain Kalen. Anyway, cool. So this wow, babe, I can't even remember where we were. Mike wait, uh, Mike wait. sidetracks <laughs>
0: Kalen in the intro.
1: <laughs> this is about abandonment in relationships, the ways that we can feel abandoned, the ways that we may be abandoning others. These are just like rules to live by to be a decent human being. Like I don't know, have integrity, honor, show the worth, fuck up, show the fuck up, et cetera. But um, it's a good one. That's it's all a, I have to say because you are one. like really something right now.
0: I'm always something. You are something. I'm your something.
1: You're a sexy something.
0: You're a sexy motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Rawr. Right, anyways, we're good.
0: Let's go make dinner.
1: Well, okay, but I'm also. <laughs> Every time my side keeps hurting when I'm laughing. Wait, wait I'm hungry. Wait, wait. I want to tell them where to find us and all the you got it.
0: You can find us on the interwebs. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Oh, um, well, you can't find us there.
1: No, but the tell them about the website. Oh, we have a website. Ask web- them to follow us. Ask them to share. Oh, we have a. We-,
0: do these we have a website.
1: Leave us things. Let us know you like this. Let us know you're listening. Be engaged. This is for all of us. How, engaged. Oh. How, how,
0: how can I, t- how can I, exa- oh my god, that's so st- how can I, how can I tell them to follow us on a website when you keep on talking over me? Stop
1: abandoning me.
0: Wow. We have a website. You should go to it.
1: We do have a website. Um, but also, you always say the like, subscribe, hit share, blah, 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 blah. do the thing, because I'm Michael Marsigo.
0: Oh my oh. god, I'm losing my voice. This is, I'm um, Kaylin, making fun of Dr. And Michael Morsego. minutes in, people.
1: Welcome to our world. No lemon
0: cookies this time. Just no. hopped up on, we took a nap. We're hopped up on napping.
1: Okay, wow. Well, that's the end of that. So you
0: should like our podcast. If, you should share it. You should listen to it. You
1: should shame them. I'm just kidding.
0: Don't <laughs> yuck my yums.
1: Ow. I had to stop laughing. It hurts.
0: Um, we. If you
1: like this, let us know. Communicate with us. Like, share. Carry your pigeon. Subscribe. <laughs> Leave a comment somewhere. You can leave comments on Spotify. We might have them, but I think you have to approve them, and I don't know you if I have. Br-
0: you should like bring us questions and terrible reels or yes. real funny. Give we- us stuff
1: to trash. Yeah,
0: yeah. We want to trash a whole bunch of shit
1: because it's not safe, and we're so tired of people like subjecting themselves to this bullshit.
0: And if they have like terrible, if they just use buzzwords, we should. We totally want to trash. Oh my God. Shit Can on we people. just have an
1: episode of buzzwords? Yes, let's do that next Holy episode. Shit. Let's record need-
0: another one tonight. Okay. All right. Love you. All
1: right. That's it. We love you. Bye.
0: You're listening to the Diving Deep AF podcast. Mike here, mm-hmm. sitting alongside Dr. Kalen, who is also
1: my fiance. Ooh. <laughs> Cute. Mike proposed to me on October 12th. Never saw it coming, just kidding. I did, but that's okay. It was an amazing day full of adventure, surprise, misadventure, nothing going as planned, everything being wonderful. It was wonderful.
0: It's a good thing I'm flexible and adaptive with my approach and my plans.
1: Yeah, we all were. Yeah. Me, you, your girls.
0: Yeah. My girls were involved. It was beautiful. They wanted to be involved. It was so cute. Did they really? Yeah. Oh,
1: So cute. And um, there's a post somewhere on the Instagrams. So if you want to go find it, if you can find us, you'll see it. You'll see the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's that. awesome. Yeah.
0: awesome. Yeah. Okay. Woo! <laughs> so business-like.
1: I know. <laughs> well, here's the thing, is that, like, we already knew... Yeah. We've known all along. We just had to like... We got that ring a long time ago. We
0: just had to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been wearing a promise ring for months this and nobody like, fucking this noticed. Is, this is like the
0: worst kept secret. I know. But nobody even knew it either. Either. I know. That was awesome.
1: It was so beautiful. So we decided that we would combine this epic announcement that we all saw coming and knew, um, even though it's the most beautiful thing in, in all the world, um, with a concept that I think... Is near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Just kidding. I think it's awful. And it's abandonment in relationships, but I was referring to it more as all the ways that we can be Mm micro-abandoned and we can micro-abandon our partners in relationships and how those can build up over time. Some of them are gross abandonment, like large, wide-scale abandonment. But we have a list of 12 things. The dirty dozen. The dirty dozen of how you may be feeling abandoned by your partner and this came to me because um, there are lots of opportunities for you where you could have abandoned me mm-hmm. in these micro moments that I'm so used to but you don't Correct. and so then I get to create a new paradigm around secure attachment and safe love and all those things while also recognizing like that repeated pain of Somebody just missing the ball, not showing up for you and abandoning you repeatedly and how that kind of becomes the norm.
0: Do you want to give them the, the story of how this kind of like kicked off? Which one? The, this the, hike the canon yeah
1: oh yeah well this has come up for me a lot with you maybe i just never talked about it i think about it a lot
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah you you said we were prepping for this You're like i think about this all the time i'm sitting there going jesus christ i know like this. in
1: a good way yeah, i
0: know but i'm sitting i'm like know, oh my god
1: but like in a good way yeah. like like that feeling of relief like when we have these opportunities where we can manipulate or cut down or shame or abandon our partners but because the relationship is healthy and we love one another we never seize those opportunities for abuse, neglect, and trauma, which is so convenient. Yeah. So an, an example, I'll give an example, and then we can go through our list, and then you can see if these are things that you relate to, if you have things that you would add to the list, um, if these are things that you're doing or things that you're experiencing, and maybe opportunities to reflect on the relationship that you actually want for yourself and what's possible. But Mike and I were on a hike. This I was, was going to
0: say, yeah, you tell a story, mm-hmm. and then I will read off. The Dirty Dozen. Okay. And then you can like react and reflect and give oh. examples of those. Well, you too. I can do that.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. So we were on a hike um, a few days ago and we wound up off trail walking through a boulder filled... Wash. Wash. Heading towards... Mysterious s- ruins. Secretive mysterious ruins. In Sedona. And it was amazing. I was having so much fun, like. And then it got cold. Yeah, so I was having a ton of fun actually because I felt really comfortable. I loved like climbing over all the rocks like a little lizard. Like I was having a great time. And then the deeper we got into this wash, the quieter it got, and the whole energy changed mm. in one it was, spot. It was super quiet. Like deafening. It
0: was. It got a little bit darker. Like we were under like actual like, like cover. forest and woods. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it got super quiet. And we could hear squirrels running around with acorns. But beforehand, I was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, uh, like two dogs were attacked, like were mauled by a bear in another part in of the Sedona. in another part of Sedona because the bears there's like a bumper crop of acorns." Mm-hmm. And so, the, but the dogs were off leash, so they ran way off trail and they got attacked by the bear, which makes yeah complete they were sense. way off
1: trail. So Mike and I were going way off trail. By the way, this wasn't really a trail. We were following somebody. I somebody's- had a map. Of somebody's excursion to these ruins, which would have been super exciting. So anyway, like, we all know I'm a sensitive person. We all know I detect, like, fuck it. Look, I channeled the universe into your head last night through, like...
0: We can tell about them later. Through, like,
1: a really light You went touch.
0: straight up alien on me.
1: Right. So I can feel and sense all kinds of... Th- anyway. Close so- encounters
0: of the Kalen kind. Oh,
1: my God. That's so cute. <laughs> should that be what I call my work now? You probably should.
0: Okay. Actually, yes. You fucking should. That's, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah.
1: Um anyway, so the point is is that I got afraid, yeah, because the energy changed very much, and I started to feel nervous. I felt unprepared for where we, goodness, Henry, I felt unprepared for where we were headed mm-hmm. uh, I started thinking about potential wildlife that we could run into, the fact that we were like essentially climbing over boulders if one of us gets hurt. Like, I want to make sure I know my way out of here. I realized I didn't have the map downloaded. Like, I just started to feel grossly unprepared. Mm -hmm. But I just looked at you and I was like, Mike, I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't want to go any further. What if a bear attacks us? And I don't have, like, I just was scared.
0: And my first inclinations are like, I hear you.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Bears aren't going to happen. They could. They're not. I was also
1: afraid of mountain lions.
0: Also... So my job as fiance was like, let's just bring her fear level down. Mm-hmm. Like let's like get her off the top row. Like you
1: did with taking on that engagement hike.
0: Yeah, let's just bring her down a little bit. Yeah. You know, like let's just like get you calmed down to the point and then let's like reass- let's like reassess then. Mm-hmm. So we kinda got you calmed down and then
1: I was pretty calm. You were, I just was you were scared. Calm. You were
0: scared, though. You were, at, generally, you were really scared.
1: Yeah, but I wasn't, like, freaking out. Correct. Oh, yeah. I was pretty Me, calm. Yeah, you
0: weren't, like, an emotional wreck. You no. were just very fearful.
1: I was feeling a no.
0: Yeah.
1: I was feeling a no about moving forward.
0: And so, at that point, another flag goes off in my head because of a previous hike we had. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, when Kaylin gets a certain way, like, and when she says she's done, she's done. So, I'm like, okay, I hear you. Let's go. Let's turn around. Mm-hmm. And that's when the opportunity kind of started for possible abandoning.
1: Yeah. So, like, in other experiences I've had where I might be invalidated for things I pick up on, the things I'm afraid of, for not being this or that or whatever, um, that obviously didn't happen in this experience. But it tripped lots of wires, like past experiences of how that might happen and these are opportunities to feel abandoned by your partner if they make you feel like you're an inconvenience like i had told you you know what look if you want to go you'll just go and i you know tell me what you find but i'm gonna go back that's another opportunity for you to to quote unquote abandon Mm me um yeah were you gonna say something
0: was it you're like i want i i know you want to go you really like this i'm ruining this and i just want you to go and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the tra- like this part of the trail with the people. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, you're hating. We're both hating. All the fucking people are running to on this trail. They're mm-hmm. loud. They're screaming. It's not a lot of people. This whoever was out there was just loud. It was just really mm-hmm. obnoxious. Fucking annoying people. It's a weird it's energy. And I'm like, well, no. Like, right. like and I, at one point I almost said like, I, I didn't say it, but I was like, stop saying stuff like that. We can turn around. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Again, like. And we you know, went and sat down on this really big, comfortable gray rock with lichen on it, mm-hmm. and we talked about it. And I'm like, well, hey, listen, like, in this case, we're like, we can come back. These ruins aren't going anywhere. They're not on any real map. Nobody really knows about them, because we're not going to divulge where this trail is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, we can go get, like, we can go back. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, it could rain, and we not, might not go back with this. I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't feel good, let's go. Right. You know, like I again, at the like I care, but more about you than another hour on the trail. There are ruins that have been there for 1,200 years. Right. We can go back. Mm-hmm. You know. So we had a pretty decent talk. It was, you were still a little bit like, come. You're still coming down. It was calmer, but you were still coming down. But by the time we got back through the wash and then back to the actual like we're still technically on the trail but the actual like manicure trail Mm -hmm. um as soon as we hit that trail and we started walking and talking you went back to normal Mm -hmm. quote unquote but you also were kind of like i felt you were like overthinking that though too like i think you're kind of shaming yourself and getting into the like the, the post feelings of, you know, hey, he didn't abandon me, but I'm still bumping into these old traumas, these old wounds because right. of all this kind of shit.
1: Right. So in this example, um, which is really just an example of you didn't you didn't do it seems maybe benign to others, but there's lots of depth to it. You know, if you didn't like Okay, honey,
0: you go back, I'm gonna go I'll see you in an hour and, and Which has happened to me. It, yeah, I'm like that sounds so weird.
1: Right. So When somebody in the positive, when somebody doesn't do the abandoning that you're used to, or the abuse or the neglect or the invalidation, and they don't play out that pattern that you're used to, now your brain has like this blank space, this opportunity to change. What I've had happen to me is that when it hasn't played out the way I'm used to, I actually really have to face it. So because you don't abandon me and those paradigms don't play out anymore, I have to feel them all the way through by myself because nobody's abandoning me, so then I get to look at the pattern and what it did to me, how it would create guilt yeah. and shame and all these other and things. And I don't
0: know how to fix that either. Like I I can't like I can support you in that, but at the same time There's
1: nothing for you to fix.
0: But there's nothing. yeah, but there's nothing for like us to talk through on no. that because Nothing happened
1: Well this is one of the things Right But this is one of the Crazy things about It's a great example of Healing in a relationship That you and I talk about All the time Is that What I've experienced, and you have too, is that because it doesn't go the way you're used to it going, Mm -hmm. it's not playing out the way your brain is familiar with. Your
0: brain freaks the fuck out.
1: Yeah, it's like, wait, I don't have a pathway for that. I don't have an experience with this. And so what I've had to do every time it's not played out the way I'm used to in a negative way, I have to feel the feelings that I would have felt before, but it's not happening in real time. And then I realize that is coming from pain It's coming from trauma It's coming from wounding and I actually have to resolve those feelings and then it becomes like wait I am worthy of love wait my feelings are valid wait I do matter and that's been really fucking intense but so anyway so over the weekend there were numerous times when I felt like um you know I wasn't necessarily like what was how would we describe it where I was like maybe being disappointing or yeah whatever. We don't have to give the examples. Yeah. But anyway, so they keep – there are many opportunities that we had over the weekend of you could have invalidated, abandoned, et cetera, that we're going to go into this dirty dozen here, but you didn't. Correct. And that's why I want to talk about this because when you're not experiencing the things that you're used to experiencing for the better – you really get to see number one how fucked up all that shit is and how you live in this feeling. I lived in this feeling and for so much of my life in relationships of being like inadequate, abandoned, and not enough. Now, like
0: would you have felt more this is going to I I don't yes. know how to, felt more comfort in yes. being abandoned. If I yes. was like, "Oh, okay, fine." You're like, yes. "Okay, I've been here before. I know what to do here." Yep.
1: So yeah, then I wouldn't have been able so... I mean don't do it I'm over it I would not feel comfortable yeah, now that's... but like it's it's comfortable in this feeling of it's so familiar so then I would internalize my shame and I would it would it would affirm the things that these parts of me thought that like Oh, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I'm a problem or whatever the old paradigm beliefs were. And then I would go on to feel those. But because it would have played out the way I'm used to, then I would have been comfortable in the fact that like I didn't have to challenge these core wounds of, hey, you suck. (laughs) But I had to challenge them because like you didn't go anywhere. So that's why I wound up like when we got home, I was like, I need to cry for a little bit because these are old things. So the, the okay, that's my story. Um, 13 you're sti- minutes you're in, to it. Left, I am. Left. Let's let's go over micro. calling them micro abandoning experiences because it's not like somebody being like "fuck you, I'm out forever." It's all the ways that they're gonna leave it's, you on some level. Like they
0: get you get like let down, yep. or you feel like if this person is your support system, mm-hmm. and so it's not quote, It's a quote unquote abandoning, but you feel let down. You feel betrayed in some way. They don't hold up there into the bargain yep. kind of a deal. So number one says they're going to do something and don't. Yep. So this is a case where I've actually done this to you, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to call one time." Okay, well, and one I'll, time.
1: Yeah, one time you said you'd call me right back. We had an episode on this. I don't know if yeah. we ever re- released it,
0: but yeah, no, that might have been the bad episode. Yeah. But I was on a hike, and I'm like, "Hey, my mom's calling. I'll call you right back." You didn't. I didn't. But I was texting you. When I had service.
1: At some point, yeah.
0: So when I got back, I'm like, oh, hey, everything's good. I'm done with the hike. Everything's great. Take a look at pictures. Here's this cool story. And you're like.
1: I don't want to go to where the story went. This was a long time. It, this yeah, is but, like,
0: but it was basically like, you should at least said something of like, hey, I'm going to get go out of service. I'll call. I said No, I said I'd call you right back. Like, just check in. Yep. So it's like, it's not like you like abandoning are like, hey, I'm going to call you right back. And then you don't talk to somebody for like the entire could, day.
1: Well, oh, my God. And it could also be, hey, um, somebody like somebody that says they're repeatedly going to do something smaller on the house. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll unload the dishwasher. I'll take out the trash. I'll do these simple things. Mm-hmm. And if you forget yeah, every now and then, that's fine. But yes. when it becomes like their habit, mm-hmm. you know, when they say that they're going to take care of something, when you guys go in on something together, like simple thing like, hey, we're going to clean every Sunday, which I've had these agreements and they didn't. And, and then like Sunday comes, they're not doing it. You have to like pull all the weight any time this is integrity you know you're breaking yeah. trust you're breaking a promise you're you're not living up to your word yeah. and that's that is abandonment because that energetically is saying you can't be trusted
0: yeah and obviously we're not saying like this one thing is like the end all be all, all in relationships all these little things add yep. up so these are more symptoms of an underlying Issue,
1: many underlying. So issues. a
0: lot of a lot of these things with these abandoning, like especially with number one, it's like, hey, well, I'm basically just saying this to shut this person up, mm-hmm. so I don't have to hear them. Oh my gosh, then get and out then of the relationship because
1: you're an asshole. Okay,
0: so number two, they act differently, or like kind of like you, we also put like big changes out of the blue.
1: Yeah. So if somebody. Um, <laughs> it makes you think about like I'm going to use a silly example. I'm going to like think about dogs like a golden retriever. Like your golden acts the same every fucking day. Like they may have like moods and stuff, but like they wake up, they behave the same, they go to bed the same, they're excited for their leash. Like you can predict your dog and they that makes them feel really safe. There's a reason they're emotional support animals. Now, we don't have to behave like a golden retriever. We're allowed to have ups and downs and moods and all those things, but I have experienced and you have, I'm sure too, when somebody can be very different towards you from one moment to the next, oh, like or hot and
0: cold, like yes, hot and cold, yeah. Or
1: they tend to behave in a certain way, and then they go a wall, or there's like this unpredictability, or because they had a bad day, they take it out on you. So you again, you start to degrade that sense of like trust and connection and safety because they're not, they may be predictably. Um, changing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I know every night when they drink, they're going to be these ways, but that's still it.
0: That's still terrible.
1: Well, yes, yeah, what I'm saying. So right. they could be predictable. Like, oh, I know, whenever they get that phone call, they're always an asshole to me. Well, still... Uh-oh,
0: the brown's lost. Mike's going to be in a pissy mood.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But you never do that to me, you know? And I'm, I've braced for it, like, many times, you know? And I think that, like, we're allowed to have emotions. I'm a very emotional and, like, moved by my feelings person. It's a lot sometimes. But, like, I try my best not to be Treat people differently just based on how I'm feeling.
0: Correct. Okay. All right. Number three saying I and you and me instead of us and we.
1: We just did this at the car dealership.
0: We did. We did.
1: Cute. Yeah, when they said that, like they, I had something that I was supposed to have, and I didn't know I had it. And when I'm
0: sitting there going, "Well, we both were like, we don't remember that fucking conversation. What are you even
1: talking Which about?" Which I love because you weren't. You were there when I bought my car via text. You were not there when I bought my car. I was
0: there when you signing paperwork and hanging out. Remember, yeah. I had the root beer from the, on the thing, and I talked to the yeah. other sales dude. But I the day there. I
1: bought the car, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, but uh, but he anyway. So Mike fucking had my back, yeah, and I love that he just said, "You always say we, no matter what you say, we, and it feels good when you." say it i've had people say it and it didn't feel right it felt weird like get out of here with that but if like obviously you're an independent person there are things that you need to do independently but when saying that like us and we and you mean it where you really are a team great if it's a lot of i and me and you and separation it's number one probably letting you know that there's some disconnect in the relationship and and I think at some points in relationship, maybe you're just not to the like us and we place. Yeah. But we've kind of been us and we from the start. But obviously, because it's you and me.
0: Yeah. Uh, number four, having feelings that are hard, and then we put comma not supporting them uh, in parentheses, non-abusive.
1: Having feelings that are hard. Yeah. What does that mean? I, don't,
0: I was just, I was just. Oh, I get it. I was just, I was just writing, writing no down I you. Here's said. something.
1: So, so you as a person. Listening, whoever you are, hi you're having some feelings that are challenging for you. maybe you had a rough day at work, uh, okay. maybe something is coming up that you process in therapy, maybe you're having fears about this, maybe it's something irrational, like maybe
0: somebody's stressed out about engagement stuff and having hard fears oh you and having like a whole bunch of that stuff, yeah, and then you didn't abuse me and you i did not I did not me. abandon
1: you, yeah well when so I knew that i knew I knew that Mike was planning all this. <laughs> But it's okay i don't yeah, no. I know okay it's it's, yeah. no it's funny yeah uh, but anyway he he was quite stressed out one weekend and saying things that didn't make any sense to me and i didn't understand um and it turned out that he was just under a lot of stress trying to get everything organized But instead of me being like, God, fuck you, you're such an asshole, blah, 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 or whatever, I'm like, hey, can we talk about this? Let me support you. You don't seem right. Can we kind of go here? So if you're struggling with your hard feelings and things going on in your life and you're not being supported, you are being abandoned in some way. The caveat that we added was that this is not if somebody's being abusive. So like say you're in a relationship and somebody's being argumentative or you know aggressive to you in some way or manipulating you in some way you don't have to support them through that but if it's just people having feelings it's not like, being unkind to one another yeah it's
0: like oh hey i'm coming home i've had a really tough day at work okay cool see you at home and they get home and the person like obviously like they totally had a rough day or, okay well i'm gonna go talk to my girlfriend and i'm gonna go take a walk and i'll see you in an hour Jeez. like that's the that kind of stuff yep yeah, well, that like, came out of a hard uh, experience right there. Uh-huh. Number five, shaming, diminishing, and invalidating.
1: Just like the basis of everything that we talk about. Yeah. If you are shaming, diminishing, and even without saying it, you just treat your partner that way or you feel those ways about your partner and you're feeling negatively about them or, or making them kind of small in your mind. If you are doing anything where you're not energetically or emotionally loving and supporting your partner and you're moving more into that Shaming, diminishing and validating place, which is what I was afraid of on that hike mm-hmm. that's abandonment
0: yeah, like saying, oh what hey you can't go this far, you never do this or I never get to do that because oh of God. you like you limit the fun that we can have oh my God that'd be Get that's
1: out fucking of terrible. here why did you say every fear that I have <laughs> Jesus Christ speaking of that speaking number, of number six, six
0: affirming insecurities and fears
1: yeah so uh you give an example babe of how some like how maybe actually I said well, I said some of these thinking about you. I don't think it was that one. I think it was, I was thinking about that fifth, not the one we just went through with you. Not that we've gone through, but that Correct. you've had those experiences. So if somebody infirm, affirms your insecurity or your fear or is, you know, speaking negatively about you, say you're like really afraid of something or you put on clothes and I don't know, it doesn't really matter. And they're not supportive of you. You're something yeah. you're insecure about, yeah. something you're really this afraid of. This isn't the whole
0: thing of like, oh, hey, honey, do I look fat in this? No. And then like it's not that. Um it's it, it's more it's it's really I I think of it almost like in, in an embarrassing type of way. Yeah. Like and and I think in those instances almost I think that partner who's affirming those insecurities and fears actually mm-hmm. wants that person to experience that stuff.
1: They're assholes. Like yeah. last night when you were talking to me and like an intent like I felt like you were my own personal motivational speaker. Um you understood my insecurities and my fears but i didn't
0: let you i didn't let you believe that shit though that's horseshit, no horseshit.
1: because you don't believe it and it would probably pain you for me to believe it and it's yeah. like the last thing you'd want for me so like you speak like you use the even. words
0: you said you were stupid and you were pathetic and what
1: I, no i didn't you did i did not say it was stupid what was it or other? pathetic
0: you said pathetic i, I said
1: it I did not say I was stupid. Well,
0: I was I was mad. I'm like, you never say those things about yourself. I
1: said thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I did not say I was stupid. I said things that were happening or things okay. like...
0: No, no, you're right. No, you're yeah, right. Yeah. But, but I would re- never
1: say I was stupid and pathetic. But
0: I remember you saying pathetic and stupid. And I just attributed you saying it about yourself. However...
1: I was referring to like circumstances.
0: Correct. And I was... I was upset because I'm like, no, that's horseshit. Mm-hmm. Because that's not like that's not you speaking. That's not that like that's your fear speaking, and I'm not going to respect your fucking fear and give it any sort of fucking power over you. Because I can already see it, like making you second guess things,
1: right? So I'm exactly, like, fuck that
0: shit. Exactly, pissed so, off already again.
1: <laughs> so if you're if if you're experiencing that with your partner, or really with anybody, and they're affirming the. Those things, even if it's unspoken, they're just not supporting you. That's another thing.
0: Yeah. Like, um. We this kind of like number. Th- um. Were you done? I'm no. It's sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. This one kind of goes with a previous you wrote this one. one down. But this is kind of like a like a you know one a one b thing. So it's you versus me instead of us versus the issue at hand.
1: Yeah, like you've always said, it's me and you against the world, baby. Correct. Yeah.
0: Like if it's my issue or if it's your issue, it's our issue yeah. and then we get to solve it together. It's not like, oh, well, this is Mike's thing, so Mike's going to handle it. This is Kaylin's thing, so Kaylin's going to handle it. No. We agree that we do have individual things that we're going to do, but if we can help each other or if we it's affecting or if it's so affecting well. us as a fucking couple, we're going to deal with it like a fucking couple. And not individually.
1: And that's because we're really healthy with each other. There are lots of ways that's never gonna work. And if it's not working and it's not happening, it's because the relationship has a problem in it.
0: Yes. Again, these are all symptoms of a greater issue. Yep. Number eight, straight up, just one word, dishonesty.
1: Yep. One level or another, you're not being honest, you're not being transparent, you're not being forthcoming, you're hiding things, you're avoiding things. Now you may be doing that in order to protect yourself. You know, there's so many caveats with all this but stuff. But again, but that's underlying okay. issue. Right. So you may need to abandon your partner by being dishonest or whatever, or not being as present so you can stay safe, but obviously that's because the relationship is But at the same time you're unhealthy. abandoning
0: yourself if you're doing that to protect your partner from exactly. your dishonesty. Yeah, it's crazy stuff.
1: Yep. All right, number nine,
0: putting them down in social social situations. And we're not talking like funny funny jokes we're like saying like these underhanded backhanded type things we're like you are an asshole if you do that yeah remember the time like you know like oh well she just loves her wine o'clock and you're like basically painting them as like an asshole or painting them as an alcoholic um
1: it's when you like call out things about somebody that you are you're actually making fun of them you're insulting them you're like taking their you
0: know they can't say anything back because they're in public
1: that's really awkward how's this happened to you Yes. Oh baby.
0: Not fun. No. Because I'm like, I I was in my head. I'm like, you fucking bitch.
1: Oh. I
0: was not pleased.
1: Babe, do I know about these things?
0: Um, no, because it's not like anything major. It's just, but you just as happened. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's major enough. So yeah. then, anyway, that that's you being an asshole.
0: Yeah. So like, we can't. Like, I can tell jokes. You know. Like,
1: yes, but like, if you don't feel supported and loved and nurtured and whatever by your partner, especially in public. Yeah. Nope.
0: Uh, Number 10, going to friends to discuss this other person instead of direct communication.
1: Which could be because it's not safe to talk to your partner.
0: Again, there are some very major caveats here, but this is just like...
1: It's still abandoning. Like, you might need to abandon the relationship or your partner in some way in order to keep the relationship going. Red flag. Or they're going to other people, places, and things about you and not coming to you directly, which goes along the lines of dishonesty and all of this is abandonment, because it's breaking that those bonds. Yeah, we're not
0: talking, like, friends and family going behind your back because, you know, you like you need a fucking intervention or something. Like, that's different. Right. We're talking about, like, hey, I'm going to go to your best friend and just talk mad oh, shit gross. and everything else. Fuck all these else. people.
1: I'm, like, getting so irritated.
0: Okay, so number 11, lack of compassion.
1: Yep. Well, we have the episode about um, imbalanced empathy in mm-hmm. your relationships. So for really, like, really compassionate people, it's not an issue. But if you lack in compassion... I've had people say that they're empathetic and you like really, really still have no fucking compassion. Like If they don't have compassion, if you don't have compassion, if you can't behave compassionately with your person,
0: that's dangerous. Yeah. And uh, number 12 of the dirty dozen. Disconnection.
1: Yeah. Period. End scene. If you're feeling disconnections, all of these are patterns of disconnect because disconnect is abandonment.
0: Yeah, these are all very intertwined.
1: Yeah, but... Um, what we had one of those episodes about like the not repairing your relation, like your relationship disconnects, mm-hmm. just letting things go. Then the longer that you allow things to go,
0: there will be repair.
1: I touched him on the
0: shoulder and I know that eventually that we will talk oh about God. this, oh but eight days later, we're still feeling a relationship argument hangover. Oh my gosh. Fucking babe. talk to your Fucking you morons.
1: That's a, um, he's referencing a reel. Okay, so oh, okay. that was number that was number twelve. Yeah. So let's talk about the opposite. let's take a moment before okay. we do that. Yeah. You're just ripping through. How do you feel so far? I, I think I feel fine. I think okay. I feel pretty good. I feel I
0: feel a little 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 feisty. Oh. Yeah.
1: You
0: know? Okay. Not in that way.
1: I know, but it made me think other ways. That's later.
0: <laughs> um, no, I feel feisty of like, like again, like we were talking about this going over these things. We weren't pulling from what's happening with us. We are pulling from past relationships and past traumas. We're like, fuck that shit, man. Right. Like, this is hor- like I can't it's believe so I sad. put up with this shit. Or I can't believe this happened. Or when I was really dumb and young, maybe I did some of this shit myself.
1: Yeah, of course. Which, which is okay because you weren't being a total, you know, asshole. But the reason why I think this is so important is because if this is happening... Well, one of the reasons is because if this is happening to you where you're experiencing these... Pains and abandoning experiences in your relationship. Hang on, what?
0: Uh, I wasn't saying what you're talking about. I can't do two things at once. uh, It was leading into that. What you're saying.
1: It affirms old core wounding and traumas. Yeah. So I was gonna say when one of the reasons why I think this is so important is that when these things, when you're in a new relationship, or when rather when you're in a healthier relationship, or when you get the fuck out of there, you get to see how harmful this was. And you have to heal from that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the discomfort of that, the pain of that, like, feeling your feelings through and getting past it is a lot of work.
0: Yeah.
1: I've been doing that the whole time I've been with you. You have. It's been a lot. Mm-hmm. But, yes, what was that message? The, can you, it affirms?
0: It affirms old or core woundings or traumas. Yeah,
1: so if you are in a position, like, relationship experiences where you are being abandoned, I'm going to speak to you, not to the abandoner, because I don't care about the yeah. abandoner. Um, like, the abusive abandoner is not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you if you're experiencing these things, and I'm you know, coming from a very, like, loving and sympathetic place as we talk about this, because you may be going through this. The reason, one of the reasons I think why we... Obviously, the reason why we persist with it is because it's affirming something we already know, but then unfortunately, it continues to reinforce it, and that is a trap.
0: Well, you know, some of these things are kind of reminding me of too. Is like some of these games that people play in dating. Oh yeah. I had a Don't great, make yourself too available. I had a exact. I had a great first date. Like
1: when do I text? What
0: am I? My text. Oh well, girl, you got to wait three days. Or wow. Hey, I'm gonna go with my boys. I'll call you later, and then they don't call him later, nope. or he doesn't call for three days. But then he calls back. Nope. And your friend's like, well, you shouldn't have talked to him because he did this. You're like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm playing hard to get too, or this is part of the game. Yeah. Like, there shouldn't be any
1: fucking games. I think by, at our age, like we're none almost, of that But exists. we're actually, but,
0: but these are ways we're actually setting ourselves up to be abandoned by our partners in the future because we're not establishing boundaries. Like, it's listen, not authentic. Yeah, like, oh, this is the game. I'm not supposed to call them for 48 hours and you're watching your clock like, You're not allowed to say, I had a really good time, let's go do that again? Wow. Like, fuck.
1: Okay. You and I are on a different wavelength when it comes to that.
0: So, um, let's talk about the opposites.
1: So, the opposite would be the opposite of everything we just talked about, right? Number one. Showing the fuck up. Show the fuck up. Show up. And if you don't want to show up, if you're too tired to show up, if it doesn't inspire you to show up, if this is not the thing for you, then leave. There's like eight bajillion people in the world, like...
0: One of them's gonna like you.
1: Well, and you might like one of them. Mm -hmm. So, like, be able to show up. If you can't put energy into it, if you haven't like worked on your own shit, whatever the case is, then that's it. Yeah,
0: and this isn't like us today saying, "Listen, I'm really exhausted. Can I take a ten minute nap?"
1: That was so. That was great. And then we take a nap
0: together, which is awesome. No,
1: we mean like for like in a real uh, way. Like like, yeah. Show up or get out. Number two consistent. this is like my list of all the things i needed in a person and here you are hi yeah i think this is important does this resonate with you for somebody to be consistent like you get them you know them it creates safety and regulation because like you feel like you're not on like you're not on edge you're not trying to understand what they're thinking and feeling in order to like make them happy they are who they are and you feel like you can trust yeah, it
0: number two was a pretty uh pretty big one for me uh number three being reliable
1: which is different than consistent correct reliable means which goes to the very first thing we talked about they do what they say they're gonna do yes you can count on them you know when you need somebody they're gonna show the fuck up
0: they're not gonna leave you in the middle of the trail
1: nope unless you need them see there could be some there's obviously some great areas with all these things yeah okay
0: yeah let's like people i think the people will
1: understand i know
0: number four emotional regulation
1: Right. You be able, you have to be able to emotionally regulate. You have to be able to emotionally regulate together. If you can't, that means feeling your feelings, processing your feelings, working with your thoughts and feelings, working with the stresses of life, and being able to do that safely together versus, oh, I need to go process my feelings for the next five days and just, you know, abandoning somebody. Or, you yeah, know. I
0: sorry, I can't hang out. I need to go feel my feelings by myself. Right. What the hell is that?
1: That would freak us out.
0: Ugh. Like, let's just create more stress. Yeah. Um, Number five, and there's a little asterisk below it, and I want to, like...
1: Go into that? Say
0: these at the same time. So the asterisk says self-abandonment leads to a relationship abandonment. And number five was taking care of yourself.
1: Yep. If you're not taking care of yourself, mind, body, soul, spirit, energy, what the fuck ever, um, and you're abandoning yourself in some way or neglecting yourself in some way, then you can't show up into a relationship.
0: Can't pour from an empty cup. We talk about this all the time. We talk about this in imbalanced or disconnected relationships that, uh, especially with a lot of the men that we have discussed or had conversations about, is that these partners, not just men obviously, but these these over-functioning partners Mm -hmm. are pouring from endlessly empty cups. Mm -hmm. They give to the kids, they give to the partner, they give to an organization and a non-for-profit and their job. And the neighbor and their parents and everyone else. And at like the end of the Michael day, Marsinko. this is old wounds for me. And at <laughs> the end of the day, they're like, "Shit, I'm exhausted." And then, and then somebody says, "Hey, have you gained? You you are bigger than we were when we got married." Wow, that was fun, by the way. Wow. So, Probably, uh, yeah. so again, in those in those moments where we self abandon, those lead to all those other dirty dozens of being abandoned by your partner. Then too.
1: Yep. And it doesn't mean that you can't go through rough times. You can't go through rough patches with yourself. You can't go through your own fucking dark night of the soul. Like, hi, welcome to my life. But you you can go through rough stuff personally and be trying to take care of yourself. Have self-awareness. Do those things. Not completely self-abandon, you know, numb out, check out, all those types of things. If you can't stay present enough to, like, be your damn self and Mm -hmm. take care of yourself, then how are you going to show up to your relationship? And for people that I've worked with where their partners are abandoning them, it's because they're highly self-abandoning as well. You know, maybe it's substance use or they're not dealing with their old junk or they're just not able to get to the level that this partner needs them to be because they haven't developed themselves to that level because they're not, that's not really their priority. You know, then you, You can't show up.
0: Yeah, and, you know, a lot of these... When we talk about the next thing here, it says opportunities for abandonment. Yeah. Like, with what happened in the trail, like you said, like, you're like... You know, you were still dealing with Mm -hmm. old traumas in that situation. Yeah. And you're like, you go ahead. You go on without me. I'll stay here. You go do your thing. I will, like... It's almost... Not like, obviously, you created that opportunity. But that opportunity came up uh-huh. to be abandoned. Right. And you're like, "Well, hey, well you're just going to do it. I'm going to tell you to go do it." And
1: well, and it's safer for me to tell somebody yeah. to do it than for somebody to do it without me saying it because I feel like I'm in control like psychologically speaking. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like yeah, you know, yeah, I know the feelings. I know what it's going to happen. I've been on this road before, so I might as well have it happen mm-hmm. instead of just being awkwardly surprised.
1: But by then me. also because, like, well, in that situation, is because some part of me believes negative things about myself, because we all have these parts. Mm-hmm. So when that part gets activated, it's like, yeah, you do deserve to just sit by yourself at the you know what i mean like yeah, well, it's you, an you ugly are too weak.
0: you are not strong right. enough yeah you're you're a you coward yeah you suck you can't yeah. do this you're you know yeah of course you're not gonna do this. you can't keep up with him or whatever oh yeah all like so that sounds, ugly sounds i know um so the last thing we wrote down was abandonment creates attachment issues and we are talking about the push in the pull mm-hmm. and opportunity for abuses abusive or narcissistic treatment
1: Versus safe love. Versus safe love. So if you're struggling with attachment in your relationship, attachment styles, whatever, I'm kind of, I don't really give a shit about attachment styles. Like, it is what it is. But can you pull that back up, baby? Yeah. <laughs> you're in your email. You abandoned me. I'm just kidding. The Mike. So you marooned me. Me. <laughs>
0: that, okay, if anybody guesses that line, um, that was from Muppet Treasure Island. That was Miss Piggy. <laughs> Miss Piggy as Benjamina Gund oh, or Mund And Captain Smollett And that was Kermit
1: Baby you abandoned me I looked down And Mike left the notes section I, And he was in his email I had cold feet You were in your <laughs> you're, you're a frog Of course you've got cold feet
0: Sorry I do that. We've been doing that line lately So but yes Abandonment creates Attachment issues and We talk about the push in the pull Not because of like Well that's uh, attachment Yeah Like the push in the pull Oh it's fucking terrible If you're
1: experiencing Abandonment in your relationship Whatever level beyond even what we talked about because we're just two people with our own thoughts, you'll feel a sense of attachment where, you know, anxiously you're worried about something or you're trying to avoid like, oh, well, I'm just going to try to like, I'm going to turn off my phone and just, you know, try not to pay attention to this because this person is abandoning me and so I have to kind of let it go. Or I'm using a simple example like your phone. Maybe you're waiting to hear from somebody, but because you don't have a secure connected experience mm. with them, maybe you're looking at it constantly or you're just, like, trying to hide your phone so you don't, like, keep looking at it. Mm-hmm. That, as... I'm using it as a symbolic...
0: <laughs> that was funny because you're like, hey, I want all your pictures that you've taken. I'm like, no. Oh. And you're like, why? I'm like, you can't see one literal thing in there. Yeah. And then, like, I, I, I think you said something like, is this making you upset? I'm like, no. You just get out of my head and get out of... You can't see this, I asked Mike wait. if I
1: could get some of his. He takes beautiful photos and I wanted some of them. So I was like, hey, can I just... Can I get access to your photos somehow? But apparently Mike had a folder in his phone That's, for the engagement stuff, and of course, as I'm asking, as like two it's,
0: fucking days before we go, and I'm like, no, <laughs> and I'm like, as soon as I said, I'm like, oh no, I hope she doesn't read any more into this. I, I didn't. didn't. Yeah, which I'm was also, good. I could also, I also, but assumed I was also why. like, no, you can't. Like, yeah, and you're like, and we, you ask some question I'm like, no, there's literally one thing on there that you cannot see right now, and I no knew more, why, and like no more questions.
1: I knew why. Yeah, yeah so you funny. didn't abandon me, but that's because we have secure. Correct. We have a secure, but at the same safe time, love.
0: You've given me reasons. Like at the same time, like even if you ask me that question, I don't feel bad about saying no. A, I've got nothing to hide, but at the same time. Like you're not like oh what do you say I mean that my God. kind of like like that kind of stuff where I'm like oh, great now we're in the whole circle of it doesn't matter what the fuck I say yeah because I'm never gonna be believed so I might as well just fucking see. you know I'm just gonna go you know look at my phone for twenty minutes and check the fuck out
1: you're gonna abandon yep yeah so those are some thoughts on abandonment in relationships and essentially it's bad okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> drugs are bad okay.
1: Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Instead of fuck, say screw. Instead of shit, say poo. Hey. Wow. I love that
1: movie. So I'm really glad you don't abandon me. And that's why I'm going to marry you.
0: <gasps> oh, I got tingles. That was cute. Did you? Yeah. Oh, sweet.
1: That's why I choose you. Well, one of the reasons. I can trust you. And you help me feel safe. And and all the opportunities you've had to reinforce all these old things. Well, I I was Hold thinking
0: on. about all the fun ways. Like how I've actually like yelled at your... Like I've yelled to you. I've yelled at you, but to your fears and insecurities, yeah. like in the kitchen, on the floor, on the couch last night, mm-hmm. like honestly, like, like, and, I, and I I think I usually apologize after a single one. I'm like, I'm sorry that I feel like I'm yelling at you, but I'm not yelling at you. No, you're yelling, just passionate. I'm yelling at the vessel that is you, but I'm yelling at the bullshit that's lying to you in, in head. your head. Yeah. But I think those ways, like I think that's important for us to, I think any relationship to have that dissemination of like you can still speak to that person and speak to their fears directly
1: you should you should fucking be there so this is another look i don't know who on earth could be as compatible for me as you but like you can go there with me you can be there with me in the ways that I need, and I think all of us need yeah. emotionally. Like, you understand me, you support me, you don't abandon me. You've helped me look at things and understand things that nobody ever had capacity to even approach. It's like stuff that I help people with all the fucking time, but like, who could do that shit for me, yeah, right? I you know
0: you're fucking worth, baby.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I'm just, I think it's a really important, um, obviously, it's like one of the most important things because that feeling that visceral feeling of being in a relationship where your like heart sinks and when you're worried and when they're behaving in ways that are well, making it's like you the feel one
0: time where you want like this is the one time i want some like an emotional hug or connection and then you're like this person's nowhere
1: here and this is the person to give you love yeah and that may be a unique <laughs> dynamic yeah. right but i do think it might be a unique dynamic in a relationship because you and i are just we're healers you know in yeah. our own right like we've done it with ourselves we pay do it for
0: People pay us to do that, too.
1: Right. (laughs) So we're just really compatible in that way. But anyway, those are my thoughts on abandonment.
0: Okay, I need to abandon you.
1: You have to pee. Get the fuck out of my head. You do. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I have. I. I I'm. I'm literally about to pee your bed. So. Oh. Um. We'll, let's go do the take care of that, and then we can go uh, record the intro to the podcast when we come back.
1: Well, everybody, thank you for listening. <laughs> <coughs> Mike's gonna go. I gotta go potty. Oh my gosh, she's leaving. You can't abandon. Wait, you have to wait till we say we said goodbye together. Oh my god, I gotta go. Okay, bye. bye.